0: Hmm.
1: Sixth game of the season, we've beaten Enfield away quite convincingly, but there it's a strange scorecard. They've appeared, they, you know, they've held out for to, to stop us getting the bonus point, but don't really look like they were ever going to get our runs, which is relatively rare so early on in the season. Evan got five wickets, very economical, and, and Brom, you're you're back playing here, Lofty. At that stage, there yeah, you're, you're probably just under a quarter of the way through the season, did you see that there was potential for, for having a good run at winning the title at that stage?
2: I had a lot of confidence in the side, but as far as saying title contenders at that particular time, that would have been like a, a dream come true, but uh, yeah. I, I couldn't honestly say I always had that hope. It was there. It was at the yeah. back of my mind, but uh, yeah. I couldn't honestly see No, There were some good sides, you see. Yeah, there was good
1: pros.
0: Uh, but we
2: we we had a we had somewhat different team I think spirit, team spirit. Team we, we were bloody really good fielders we were we, we've all always been that from from eighties on our yeah. fieldings and today fielding uh, has been a forte of lower yeah. houses so I don't uh, know
1: no you weren't sure at that stage i mean it, and again you know rottensta are up there and and the matching us point for point just just at this point Evan did you realize you know, the, what sort of a Cinderella club we were and how much it would have meant to win something at that stage. I mean, you're not a, a, an old season professional. You're still a young individual. Did you understand what pressure there was there?
3: Well, I, I knew that the club had had some tough times and I knew they hadn't won the, won the league. Um, yeah. Anyway, and, you know, look, I, I checked the points in the paper every Monday or Saturday night or whenever it was to see see where we were so yeah I knew and um, I was pretty keen to win
1: yeah yeah no that's good and because these are questions that people are asking and and as we develop from 82 you know some of the professionals said yeah it was a bit of an extra pressure because I think it's worth mentioning at this point I'll bring you in in a minute Rog because because you definitely played in this game I think this was your first game back as far as I mean, Stan, you, you you know you you knew a lot of these people who who go in the club. Our supporters at that stage were fantastic, if you remember. You know, lots and lots of fans that followed home and away. Did was this putting any more pressure on the team, Brom? Can I ask you that? Can you remember were the were the supporters putting pressure on you at this stage because you were winning and playing well?
4: No, I didn't feel any pressure from that. I I I felt very encouraged by the by the support, and I genuinely felt there the weren't many teams better than us and I, I could never think that we were going to win it but if, if we were ever going to get beat it would have to be a good side to beat us yeah. Can I just come
2: in at that point about your supporters? Yeah of course you can the I, I played with uh, Really, all know Colin Milburn
1: Yeah
2: and, and that that time Colin Milburn was signed was a turning point for Lower cricket club because one he was an England professional or an ex-professional then and people wanted to see Colin Milburn, and that before before he came, the crowds. Stan will tell you the crowds were very very few, but once Colin Milburn came into the club, we progressed. Crowds were fantastic. After you know they, they come and they carried on coming until now, best supported club in, in in the leagues. So yeah. the supporters have been. Uh, off, off again. Uh, as good at uh, Saddell. They've been yeah,
1: brilliant. It's, it's a great point that, Lofty, and I'll bring you in, Stan, in a second. And, you know, I I, re- I can't remember Colin Milburn, but I remember the supporters in the the early '80s, and they, they travel in in droves. That's a good point that Lofty brings in there, Stan. You know, your thoughts on how fantastic our supporters were then and during that season. Can you recall that? Oh, well, I can. I mean, I can go back to
5: to sort of nineteen sixty six as a tally boy um, and an observant one, if I may say so. And lofty's, <laughs> yeah. lofty, lofty, uh, where I be eight, and lofty's absolutely right about the signing of, of of Collie Milburn. The first, the first home gate, if I remember right, it was something absurd. It was something like eight hundred quid. Mm. Uh, they all came to. They all came to see Colin Milburn. and people yeah. um, um, We'd been shocking Uh, in uh, in the very, very early 70s, late 60s. We were appalling. I remember one season we only won two games. I was the scorer then. We were bottom of the league by 15 points and you only got two points for a win. But people could see an improvement. Uh, It started off by, instead of us being bottom, we were second from bottom. Then the year after, we were joint second from bottom. Then we were third from bottom, fifth from bottom, etc. People could see an improvement. We were all local local players, there were no pot hunters. People like Lofty and Graham were very popular people in the football arena and in the town in general. And there was a sort of upswell of, of support. There was a top-step gang that really had come in the days when it was a laugh. And a lot of people had an air of of negativity about them in the sense that... They couldn't quite believe how well we were doing. A common comment would have, would be, "It's all going to go wrong soon, or this won't last." Because that was the lower House mentality. Lower house snatch defeat from the jaws of victory again. There was there was an air of that about it, and I think, whilst the players didn't have that air, uh, we were confident. We did. We were mostly young, and we did have a good side, but. We weren't accustomed to winning leagues. And the, the more successful you are, the, the winning habit uh, becomes more entrenched. I think if that season had happened on the back of two near misses, we'd have probably won the league.
1: Yeah.
5: But we just, we just in my opinion, just like that, little bit of that is to see us over the line in some of the games that we lost. Um, the Burnley one was a a, a good exa- a good example of that. We just needed somebody to anchor uh, yeah. in the middle order, and have, they'd have that has seen us home. But um, we, we have enjoyed and still enjoy great support. I mean, the place is un even if you were to come to the place now, it's unrecognisable, absolutely unrecognisable from that ramshackle, rundown edifice we called home. And it start, it all started somewhere, of course, and it started as, as Alan has said with the spectators with Colin Milburn. But this the fact that Law House could be successful only began in 82. We could be successful. We got to the cup final in 80, 81, was it? Yeah, 80. 80. 80, 80. So we were sort of building up to building up to being a better side and uh, it was a shame we lost John Hartley, but Bush was a, a fabulous replacement. And then, of course, we lost Bush, um, and we've had ups and downs until 2004, when it's been up, up, up. But yeah, it, it all that has to start somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, what Evan? You know, for the cricket you've played, and it does interest me around the 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 spectator side. What did you feel, League Cricket? At, you know, then in Lancashire, and and you when the you know the, the, the weather's getting a bit warmer, again towards the end of May. All the, you know, the fans are having
3: 100 pints of beer between the four of them. How, how did you see the spectators? Well, I I enjoyed the the, the fans from, from all the clubs. But I, one particular thing I do remember, I must have got out early in, in, in this particular game and I went up to get a cup of tea. The tea rooms were at the top of the ground, weren't they? And yeah. anyway, I was just sitting there by myself and there was a whole lot of people around me. They didn't know I was there. And I could hear them talking about me and they said, oh, Pro's not doing well. And um, well, I wasn't getting any runs, that's for sure. And um, and I, I listened to this for a while, and um, then I just said, Oh, we're top of the bloody league, what more do you want? And then I just went through the side, and well, Bush is getting runs, and you know, Rusty and Phil Aston, and you know, everyone's yeah. doing something that's that's a team, you know, it's mm. what you
1: know, yeah, it's interesting you say that. And Stan just alluded to it, we have been, and it's because of what's gone on for 100 and odd years, we have had that. Very, very negativity, you know, from some of the ex-players, some of the ex-committee, and I'd like to think that's now gone. The very positive side, the spectators, you know, have, have eaten into that as well, you know, so that's all good. So, Brom, is this, was this your comeback game? Uh,
4: yeah, yeah. I can't remember too much about it, but uh, I had watched the, the previous games while I was injured and, uh, yeah. and everything was
1: looking very good. But well, yeah. uh, obviously I will please stick back in the side. Yeah, absolutely. So we're moving on, we're going into the, the second quarter of the season. Burnley, we played first local derby, the end of May at home. Uh, we beat them by five runs. Anyone on here can remember that game and, and comment about it? We had the
3: local pipe band and we had half time. God knows, and we had a hell of a crowd, but it was you know I've never seen a band at a cricket game before.
1: Fantastic! You remember that, Stan? We we're just talking about the. Uh, I know you've just gone for your the, third. Brass, the, the brass band. Yeah, Tea yeah. cake.
5: Um, yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think. I think it was something for, for argument's sake, like a Rosegrove, Rosegrove Methodist brass band, or something like that. Well, did brigade, <laughs> the boys' Brigade. Boys' Brigade. Yeah, right, Alan. It was the boy, Rosegrove Boys' Brigade, and some bright spark had thought <laughs> we'll, we'll have them on the pitch. That was Laurence's first venture into. Uh, Entertainment, entertainment. <laughs> entertainment, entertainment. But, but beating Burnley. I mean, back in those days, it wasn't as common. But beating Burnley back then, I mean, half the town went to work with a spring in the step on the Monday. Yeah, uh, because we'd been we'd been <laughs> the poor relations to Burnley for a long, long time. And and I've said this before. Burnley weren't magnanimous with it. They they, they would grind you into the dust. Yeah. Uh, in those days uh, 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 and wouldn't hold back at all in telling you what they thought of you so no. very 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 satisfying Burnley
6: had actually three seasons prior yes. they'd won the league two two years uh, on the trot. Mm. so That's right. actually that win against Burnley was a big win because they were used to winning
1: so let's just look at that game because Graham is, is spot on there Again, it's one of my notes that I've put in that this appears like it's a turning point because, you know, whilst, you know, it, it is a tight game. And as you said, Lofty, I think, you know, you were bowling the last over. That opening stand, stand between you and Brian, 118, you know, in front of a massive crowd. Just talk us through that, how you felt with that and, and how satisfying that must have been. Yeah, well, we played up
5: the top of the square that day, uh, and it was a, a glorious sunny day. Uh, I, can, I can remember it. Uh, I, I haven't until you mentioned the opening stand. I'm trying to think what our collection was. It was, it was, it was a joint collection, and it was a, it was a monster. Uh, yeah. And uh, we probably didn't build on it as uh, as much as we should have done, or maybe possibly Brian and myself were maybe a little bit slow. I don't know. I, I can't remember that much about it, but century stands were were, were uncommon, certainly at Lawyers, Uh, and it was immensely satisfying, and and I always, I love batting with Brian, Uh, it it was you never knew what was going to happen next and he, he, as you know, he could be as daft as a brush, it was 100% entertainment, Uh, he'd take them on with the barrake, could more than hold his own because he's sharp-witted he played some great shots, he could defend, he could pull, he could hook, he could drive um, he could late cut uh, wasn't a bad wasn't Brian at all
1: no he wasn't no and then you look at the you know they're, they're bowling they've a good bowling line up there young Paul Spencer Bob Whittaker yes Blake. You know, here and there, and and a Kiwi uh, professional as well. There, Evan did did you know? Uh, was it Gary? It was Gary roberts oh, Gary Robert. Yeah, Robbo.
3: Um, yeah, I still see him. I, I saw him last year. Uh, last year at New Plymouth. Um, yeah, see him probably once or twice a year where he comes down to Wellington for the tests. So yeah, I see a lot of Robbo.
1: Yeah, fantastic. So one eight five again. It's a good score. You know, you're probably looking at a two thirty. In, in today's current climate, it's a good score, but you know, you look at that Burnley side, and Stan, you're right, you use the word, but you look at Roland Harris and Barry Bromley, Peter Brown, there's not many people there that would, you know, that have any time for anything at Lower House, any people, or the, the, the set-up, the, the ground. So how how did that go? Can you remember that, uh, Brom, how the bowling went throughout that game? You opened with Bush? No, I can't remember too much about that game. Yeah, um... You got Roland Harrison out for one. not remember that. I mean, he was a great player. Yeah. Yeah,
4: I got uh, Bowled him, yeah. No, no, yeah. I can't. I remember once breaking his finger, which I was quite pleased with, but it, it wasn't that game.
5: I'm going to guess, Roger, that you bowled him out with an eight swinger that started, <laughs> off, started off on leg and you walked him on middle and off.
2: Well, oh, the only thing... It, I think they wanted six off last over. And I'm not sure if it was Spencer, Were it Spencer, the last man?
1: Well, Spencer was in. Spencer went in at nine. Uh, no, you bowled for seven. Bob Whitaker was ten, and Blakey was uh, was eleven. Yeah, so you're not far off, Lofty. You, were, it was the end of the thirty third over uh, that you bowled. You bowled them out. but there has been a bit of a rally there. Uh, can any of you, any of you lads, Alison.
2: Alison, Woody didn't yeah, he scored a
1: few. Yeah, he, he
2: got back. 22. 22, yeah. Yeah, we tried to yeah. get him. He looked like he might be winning it for him.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that, that's a fantastic victory at home that, you know, the <coughs> Specs, um, you know, would have, as, as Stan's alluded to, would be extremely. Uh, just just uh, quickly
3: going back, what was the crowd at the, the, the Burnley game? It was a hell of a crowd. How many would have been there, do you know? Any idea?
1: Well, I mean, it, it I doesn't. They went through money then, didn't they? I mean, thinking back, Evan, you know, the, the ground was absolutely full, and we do, you know, because of the success we've had in the last uh, fifteen years or so, we gauged gauge that it, it would have been, I would estimate, around three thousand people would have been there. Yeah. Looking at what you know on a T Twenty now, we get about oh, yeah. and get two thousand on, and it's quite full, but but back then. You know they, they were in the car park, they were you know everywhere watching the game.
7: Yeah,
3: fantastic.
1: Yeah, it was great, great memories. So the East Lanks at home. Um, again, it's a no result, is that and you're right, Lofty, what you're saying there about us. I do think we um albeit we had the same number of no results as as rotten So what's your thinking there about your thoughts had them
2: against better sides?
1: I see what you mean, yeah,
2: yeah. And we had them against uh Four mm. aside you're I think we
4: Well, this is, the first, this is the first, this is the first off game. That's right.
2: Well, we, at that particular time, I were confident we'd lick them, we'd beat yeah. them, yeah, because we uh, we had a bit of a hold over East Lanks after uh, the Martini Trophy. For some reason, we started in these swings.
1: You know the conditions are obviously poor. It's saying that it was a poor weekend for the weather. No result we got. We 130 all out there, 55 for one. But uh, but who knows? And Roger Bromley equaled his highest score ever in Lancashire League games. What did we do? And then the uh, the day after, it's calling away. And again, there's there's very little play there. So that's two no results and, and we're into the middle. Sorry, what,
3: did, did, I, did I get any runs on that no result? Did I? Because I vaguely have a memory of walking out to bat at Colne and Collis coming up and shaking my hand and saying, welcome to the Lancashire League, Evan. But it, uh, I must be mistaken.
1: No, no. no they were 60 for three off 15 okay. and it was rained off without any, you know, only okay. 15 overs, overs, bold. But that does sound like Collis, yeah. Uh, Coming over and welcome. Maybe it you.
3: was in the what, what's the cup we played in?
1: And then, so then we move on to game number 10. We're playing Rishton uh, away, and this was on a run rate, uh, a victory on a run rate. I,
3: what I remember about the game, this is the way at Rishton. I think this is the game. Um, they needed 12, no, 15 off the last over, and I was bowling. Yeah. And I think the first two balls went for six. I thought, sure, this is going to be a long over, or well, not. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think I picked up three wickets in the, in, for one run or something in the last five or six balls. Yeah,
1: yeah, that could have and
3: happened. 21. I think that's how it happened, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. It's very tight. They needed 120 off their 21 overs on the run rate. We got 193, a good score. You got a 50. Evan Bush, you got 70-odd. Um, and you have bowled the last over, and we've won by one run. So, so very tight, yeah. very close. You mm-hmm. see, I did
2: do something right.
1: <laughs> you did a lot right.
5: <laughs> Richton had an outstanding pro that year, K- uh, Kamal Singh. Kamal, yeah, sorry, Kamal yeah. Singh, yeah. yeah. round was
3: about the size of a tennis court.
5: It was a, a, <laughs> a Play for the West Indies, I think, Kamal Singh, but he was a great player.
1: So then we, we're moving in towards the the first half of the season. We beat Richton the week after. Looks like a bit of a convincing win, really. We bowled them all out for a 141. Brom Pfeiffer, you remember it? 33 off 11. Yeah, yeah. Go on, how well did you? I remember.
4: <laughs> yeah, I could, I could remember it being a, a good victory. Yeah.
5: Thanks for that, Rog.
1: have <laughs> 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 you know, through each wicket. <laughs> Well, you've brought you've bowled, you know, one of the best pros in the league, and you've actually bowled him out. You know, can you remember that? What did, what did it do? Uh, what it was it, an eight swinger that started on leg Storm.
4: I <laughs> 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 noticed,
5: uh, I Roger, that you got Eric Wally out, and uh, which reminds me of the tale when Eric Wally goes out to bat on a hat trick at Wires. and um. He takes his guard and then he suddenly throws his bat on the floor, takes his gloves off, throws them on the floor, looks across at the changing room, he's batting at the parking end and shouts at the top of his voice, no wonder we're getting balled out, the effing sight screen's not in the right effing place. (laughs) So so they move the sight screen and Roger Roger gets him out first ball. (laughs) so so eric's walking past me to the change rooms and not i didn't i even i didn't dare say anything and i turned round and it was like something off a cartoon when the uh, the gunslinger comes into town That the changing room just emptied completely of all the rich players they were running to all four corners of the ground rather than face eric's wrath
2: but that, if that, i remember that was, right stand that day you have to show your your ball to Mm. Opposition captain. So Clifford gives me a brand new bill. Absolutely. So I says, Derek, there you are, that's ours. I'm not having that. I said, why? I said, it's just come out of a plastic bag. (laughs) He said, no, I'm not having it. He said, there's a scratch there on that scene. I said, what? He said, I'm not having it. So I said to Clifford, he's not having his boat. That's the only ball we had. <laughs> so Clifford Clifford got in his car, whoom, straight back to Lower House, got another ball and brought it back to Riston. And I said, What oh, that do? Said, well, know, yeah. well, yeah. umpire, there's nothing wrong with him. He yeah. wouldn't play with a new ball that I give him like, so funny away. Really?
1: Yeah, funny like you can't then you can see Clifford wanging down the uh <laughs> in <his laughs> <pocket. laughs>
0: Oh, that were a thing, Jess, actually. did Clifford used to drive really quickly, didn't he? Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> <Can> Evan, did, <laughs> remember, did he pick, did he yes, pick you
2: up? <laughs> me and Trevor Jones. I'll tell you a tale about that. Rottenstone, Worsley Cup. we have both been in Turf Moor for uh, treatment. Clifford picks us up. Ten past twelve for Turf. Bags, bags ready, everything. Right. Mm. Vroom! Straight down Todd Road. We both had our hats on. because he, he were a, a wreck for a building firm. And we were there holding them down, going over waterfoot, and we were flying <laughs> to get us to Ron Stoltz ground before it started. Oh, no, don't, um, Clifford. No. Right,
5: okay. Uh, can I throw a Clifford driving tail <laughs> Of course you can. I'm going. I'm coming down Middlesex Avenue to go to the ground, and Clifford's coming the other way, and he nearly drove me off the road. So, so I get to the ground. Clifford comes back to the ground. So I say, Clifford. So I, I have a bit of a property. Don't you dare criticize my driving. I've been driving for however many years. I'm a rep. I do thousands of miles a year. My driving is exemplary. So we go to Nelson. We play the game. I've got a brand new kit bag, first time in use. I lift my boot up to uh, put my kit bag on behind the car to put to lift my boot up, and Clifford runs over my kit bag. <laughs> dirty great big tire mark uh, all the way up the kick pad <laughs> Snaps me bad. <laughs> Nothing wrong with his driving.
0: <laughs> Thank you to our four sponsors for supporting our podcast: Johnny Russell's Arketress and Miltown Pies, Alexander Graves Law, Jez and Lisa's Spoonful of Sweets, and SBE Furnishings. Links to their websites are available in the show notes and on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest episodes as soon as they're released.
1: Go. this is an interesting segment of the season here and I'd like Joe and, and Gary to, to just come in and And any observations they've got before we get to the halfway stage? Rottenstall have lost a couple of games here and we're just short of halfway. And we're on 38 points, top of the league, and Rottenstall are on 28. You know, so they they, they cut four points for a win back then and one for a bonus point. So I'll come back to you, Lofty, in a couple of games' time to see what your thoughts were about it. Joe Martin, any observations about what's going on for this first uh, part of the season?
0: They've obviously been playing really well. It was actually one of my questions, Jez, was whether we knew at the halfway stage how many points uh, we were on forget, uh, compared to Rottenstall. Uh, I think it's uh, it's a lot of points ahead. Ten points is quite a lot, isn't it? That's, you know, effectively three games, was, I guess. It
5: was it was two two or three wins, depending whether you yeah. bought the opposition yeah. or
1: not. Yeah. Gary, observations for you before we move on, just around, you know, I, yeah, I'm loving it because, you know, we were only young kids then and to listening to this now and trying to get our memories back, you know, what's your thoughts, of you know, when we are getting towards halfway?
7: Yeah, I think even, even at that stage, it was, um, it was quite clear, you know, going through the, the games, um, just as we have done, that they're already looking out for each other's results and it was, it was like neck and neck all the time and, and and whilst that was, you're right, was two wins, I don't think it got the gap either way, it got got any more than that all the way, all the season. It's you know, oh. gotten still, got ahead at some point and and then Lorais clawed it back um, and it almost seemed it was like tit for tat. They, you know, you both lose uh, one on one week and then they'll turn around the other week or they both have rained rain off results. So, um, yeah. uh, you know, t- today you can be 20 odd, 30 points away uh, and, and it's still only two or three games, isn't it? So, Um, you know it's I think one thing I did notice then at that point though is how consistent the team selection had been now when you're winning it's obviously very easy isn't it Um, and then just looking at some of the next few games there are some changes whether that's just you're coming into holiday season or there's been some other uh, unavailability or injuries uh, etc I don't know but uh, up to that point team selection had been I'm guessing lofty, fairly straightforward it looks uh, like was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then the week after, uh, Ramsbottom at home, that is rained off, not a ball bowled. And then we go to Todmorden. Bron, can you remember this game? Is there, uh, you know, it's a defeat we've got here. I had a look at
4: the the defeats that we had that season, and we lost six, and two of them were against Todmorden. Todmorden were a decent side, but I I couldn't get my head around it. They had. Rod Eswick as pro, and yeah. I, on his day, he, he, he was sharp. He was a, a, a decent bowler, and if, uh, if there was anything in the wicket, he, he, he would find it. It, it. It's just a bit of a mystery why, why, why we lost both matches to Tomedy, because I, I just don't think we should have done
1: just go through the stats, Graham, and then I'll ask you to, to, to comment on it. We battered first, it looks like. It looks like it was a reduced overs game, 32 overs. Mm. We got 133 Estwick and Hartley bowled all the way through. And then they've knocked them off uh, with, with with about 10 balls to spare. Al, uh, Albert Ross got 53. Um, bowling figures look good. Lofty's bowled well, 9.2, 25 for four. Can you remember that, Bush?
6: Yeah, yeah. We, we, we were a bit slow with we never got. To, we didn't get enough runs. We just didn't yeah. get enough runs to put him under pressure. Yeah. Rod,
2: Rod were a bit negative <clears throat> as well. He, he were <clears throat> they were a bit negative, and and we kept chasing. We kept chasing him, and and then when he bowled one up wicket, we just left it, and it, it, that was one of them things. We we just didn't know how to play it. That's but, week.
5: Well, that was very true in the infamous second home game, Alan. Uh, the famous. Uh, Oh, that one! The Morris supporters are rocking the van, and we'll come to that in a minute. I mean, uh, I, I do remember that game, and Estre was ferocious that day. And um, up to that point, I had never won a thigh pad, and he absolutely peppered me. Uh, I must have had fifteen to twenty bruises, uh, bruises on top of bruises, uh, that day. So I, I, I'll probably throw myself on my sword and <laughs> say that my thirty-eight was probably a long, a long slog. Uh, sorry, that's the wrong word. A long grind.
4: They were a horrible side, though, Lofty, weren't they?
2: Yeah.
5: Well, they were. You had the, the wonderfully named Albert Ross.
4: Yeah. Albert,
5: Albert Ross. Albert Ross. Uh, he could be 90.
4: Even uh, Brayden, who, who we knew, Stan, he, even he could get Lippy.
5: Yeah, Ian Smith, whose nickname was Lippy. Uh, John Briley was a doubt. Ted White the wicked keeper. Estwick. Uh, they were always a decent side, Tom and.
4: Always. Yeah, they were. They were a decent side, but horrible. So then, we're halfway through the
1: season, Lofty. <laughs> back to you for your thoughts on how it was going. We're, we're six points in front of Rottenstall. I don't know who was third, fourth or... or. What's your thoughts, Lofty? Are you are you a bit more optimistic? Um,
2: thinking about it. You know, it's it's still at the back of your mind. You, you, you know, you're lower house, you're thinking about it. And it's going to be a fairy tale if we get to end. And um, at that stage, I think everybody were. Yeah. In the, in the minds, had this little bit of a sneaky feeling that we might do it. As you go along the season, you'll, you'll realise we, we, we shot a selling foot to a certain extent.
6: Yeah, we still have Rotten Soul to play twice as well, yeah. which were crucial. <laughs> especially we getting beat twice with Todd.
1: Yeah. That's where yeah. we,
6: we messed up there, really. Yeah. But like I say, it was at, uh, like I say, at Todd, it was seeming wicked. Was, and he took advantage. You were a big, tall lad. He was yeah. strong. He bowled well. He bowled quick. And mm. he didn't give you much to it. It was
1: difficult, no. it was
6: difficult to bat. And he was, yeah. he was irked, he was irked that day, It was estuic,
5: because it was quite, a, it was a sultry day, and he was absolutely plagued by midges. Aye, well. <laughs> at, one, at one stage, it was like something from a cartoon, he set off at the end of his run with this cloud of midges buzzing around his sweaty. He set off and leave the midges behind, and then they like dart after him yeah, in one of them cartoon arrows. At one stage, he at one stage he was bowling in his cap and he sprayed his cap with midri Uh So he was in a bad, is it incredible? You remember? Yeah. Uh, remember he, was a, he was in a real bad mood and he bowled, He put some venom in his bowling.
6: Yeah. I, I ran into him. He, he was claiming for it. I was taking a leg by hit me on the ass and went down <laughs> leg side and I was taking a run. So I hit him. I hit him. But. I surely charge, him, jumped in on his backside. And umpire said, get on with it, you. you're in his way. I went, I'm laughing my head off. But I'm glad he didn't have many balls of all after that, really. That was yeah. his, uh, his last <laughs> over,
1: before Hartley Ball last over. So we're moving in the 14th game. Uh, we're going into the second half of the season. We're in July now, Evan. How were you finding the season, you know, personally with yourself and, and Wendy and... You're obviously seeing you've settled in. And how
3: were you how would you find that first two or three months? Oh, we enjoyed it and as I say, we we had transport and were able to get out and about. Um, my sister-in-law was across from New Zealand. Um, we went down to London and picked her up. So I mean, we we went up to Skipton, we loved it up there. We we and I remember at one stage Bush and Shirley took us to the Lake District. Um, so you know, we certainly got out and saw the the beautiful countryside around where we were staying, um, thoroughly enjoying the cricket, still disappointed with the way I was batting, but reasonably happy with the way I was bowling. And, of course, we were top of the league and
1: couldn't believe it. You can't really ask for more. And, again, the balance of the side, you know, the criticism that that maybe was around then and certainly, you know, now when people are looking back in hindsight, the way the side is balanced, you're playing that extra batter. And I'm not, not suggesting that that takes pressure off you and you're not disappointed with your performances. But we are playing that extra batter, so that's mm. probably why we're developing through uh, and, and getting the results that we did get. So the 14th game, we've, we've, we've smashed them 174. We were in there 80 all out again, Evan. No, Well, Iggy I was going to ask that. We have lofty Higgy and played for the last three or four games. Mm. Uh, you got seven wickets in that game as well, Lofty. Can you... Can you remember why Higgy wasn't playing at this stage? And can you tell us about your thirty-three for seven off fourteen point seven overs? Great bowling!
2: It was just went through at wicket. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> Higgy. did you Simple. It's no, true. doesn't say that. <laughs> I always had a. I always had a good return against Hapington, no matter if this wicket were faller when I were it's seventy-four. So, yeah. he, he, I've always had a good return against uh, Acrington. Yeah. But um, you say he didn't stump.
1: He had not He not played. For, this he is about the fourth game. He's not played. Darren Taylor's played. I, I, I think he
5: had a finger injury. I think is he did? broke his finger. Finger. It, it his Darren
1: heart, Taylor. Darren it. Taylor wasn't a bad keeper. Oh, no, he wasn't. He. He. he was I a good keeper. Only a young kid. Yeah. So, his great performance there. Lofty, you've you know. The figures there are outstanding, and then we move on to we play Ramsbottom away, and again we've won that game. Um You know, Ramsey are always a good side, and as, as Stan said, they finished third that year, one seven four. They got, and we've uh, we've knocked them off with with two or three overs to spare. they had a good
5: side at Ramsbottom. Henry Hall had, had had a century against us in a cup game.
4: Yeah, um, with
5: the Ash, Ashanta Demel was a great pro. Yeah. Mark, Mark Price went on to play for Glamorgan. Monkhouse went on to play for Glamorgan. Uh they weren't a bad they weren't a bad team.
1: No, they're a good side. And that it's quite a comprehensive win there. You know, Evans got that 38 and, and like you said, and Phil's opened up with a 45. Dave Keeley um has got his got a 51, um, which is you know a, a fantastic victory again, you know, a little bit like a bit of a turning point, similar to the Burnley game. Um but it would appear there that they're catching up a little bit, Rottenstall, 48 points, lower house, and Rottenstall, 43. So they caught up a little bit there on our lead. So then we move on to the game we've already spoke about on a couple of occasions. I don't know which one of you wants to talk us through this. the Todd at home game where we got smashed by uh, the beaters by 87 runs. Anyone want to talk through that?
2: Um.
1: I do know he
3: have the run-ups.
2: <laughs> it yeah. did bloody work, it really did work. work. <laughs> I, I, I had to go and apologise to uh, Radio we're Lancashire. Yeah, Radio Lancashire. <clears throat> I had to come off the field and uh, apologise to the poor songs that were in the, the van that were being overturned, and uh, said uh, it won't happen again. But it got in the press. I mean, Eswe-
5: it would have been wider at infinite these days, but he bowled so far down the leg side. Uh, and then he'd, he'd get one on the wickets and, and bowl somebody out. Um, when they went around with the collection box for him, there was an ugly mood and uh, it was quoted in the paper that, uh, I think he was called John Crowther and he was probably Tobin's greatest ever uh, amateur stroke professional player and somebody threatened to insert the collection box where the sun don't shine. Yeah. And then, Radio Lancashire listeners were were treated to their captain, who was a bulldog of a bloke, Phil Morgan. Phil Morgan. Um, he played first-class cricket for Leicester, I think. He was sat in the van as as he was being interviewed, and uh, you just heard uh, the, the commentator <laughs> said. And as as we speak to Phil Morgan, the lower house spectators are rocking the van, and those that you, those that were listening on Radio Lancashire at home could apparently heard. Come out, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> we trying to get, we trying to get to Phil Morgan. So that, <laughs> that 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 was um that was a, a Lancashire League executive meeting as to whether they could punish us. Uh, it was, and it was all over the evening telegraph. Um, yeah, it was uh, a, <clears throat> it was um.
4: Yeah. But I, I, I seem to remember that they were, they, they were appealing for everything as well. Yes, they yeah. were, Rod. Yeah. They were they were over appealing, and yeah. I think that got on everybody's nerves. Looking at the scorecard, that we were fifty-seven all out, and they, they stumped six times, and yet they were still negatively bowling. It was yeah. you know it, it was going down leg side, and everybody was up claiming. They were, the, I
2: think the occasion got to us, you know we we one thing or another, and it's appealing and bowling negative, and without I think it got us frustrated and. Uh, I think we lost this battle.
1: Yeah.
0: Did the previous game have any effect? Anybody? You know, after losing that game, you know? There's
2: a little bit of banter. They've, they've always been the same, haven't they? They've, they've always been it.
4: the same. They, 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 they used to call it the Todd Chorus, didn't they? They, they all used to go up
1: whether it was out or not. Yeah. They all used to claim. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it is too... You know the difficult defeats to take; those two defeats. But then you look at the Ramy win and the Burnley win, which were, which were really significant. Um, and at this stage, Rottenstahl have won on that that particular day, so we're now one point ahead. Yeah, go, going into game sixteen, which Evans had a, a fantastic day. Accrington at, at Accrington, we've got one six eight and bowl them out for hundred and five. Evan thirty two for five and eighty three. You remember that
3: game, Evan? Sort of, and the pavilion was at the top end of the ground. Um, I remember batting, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I do
1: remember it. And I am just looking at D. Smith there, Pro Daryl Smith. It was, were not it? Smith. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good player, but it's you know, it's a, for me that looks like a resounding, a resounding win during that game. So then we go on Church at home.
2: Don't bring our uh, rubbish. We were. We we failed to uh, play that day. We just uh, we should have beaten. them. It, it were a it were a banker really. If you, if you'd have been in, sat on your Saturday your Friday night, you'd have said, "Well, we'll win that game," but mm. it, it never materialised. Right. Uh, we played quite badly that day.
4: But Mcardle was McArdle was a decent player, to be fair, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he got uh, he got eighty six. A good player, it was a good player, but when you when you see that we've we've lost lost the chase by two runs, that's uh,
1: that's hard to take. Yeah, and it's little points. I mean, it's all right at the end of the season. You know, when it, it's it's down to one point, and you you look at various bonus points, the Enfield game where we didn't get the bonus point, and you know, in that game, Brom, you were not out at the end. I I, I don't know. I'm asking a lot of you you guys when it's nearly 40 years ago. Can you remember it? I just couldn't get to strike strikers end, Jess. <laughs> right. Come <laughs> <laughs> <Go> on, Rod. <laughs> there were, yeah, there were you and Rusty not out at the end. It'd be, that could be a good story, that. It was Rusty yeah. hogging the batting? It was, as usual. None
4: yeah. that I... I can remember the disappointment of not going not going the runs. Yeah. But
1: I'm,
4: but I'm sure I were does strike, Jess.
1: Yeah, no, you wouldn't have been. And you, and you got two, at least. Um, then we go to headquarters. We go to headquarters uh, over in Blackburn, East Lancashire. You know, it looks like another resounding, resounding win there. We bowl them out for sixty-eight. Lofty, you got a six for six for eighteen off ten.
2: Bump yeah, I, I, there, Lofty. I, t- I twisted my ankle. We started. I got my sixth wicket. I went right. over on it, and that were it. Right. I had to just come off, and somebody else come on for me.
0: Yes, there were the. the... This is getting towards the end of the season now. It's obviously yeah. very tight at the top of the league. Can anyone remember the sort of um, discussions you were having, you know, at the end of games? Because obviously you were still winning lots of games. I know that you lost the church game and, and whatever, but do yeah. you remember any sort of discussions that you were that you were having as a team? Like, I think we just
5: took one game at a time, Joe. I know it's a cliche, but uh, yeah. and as I've already said... Well, <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't been in this position before. Uh, so I, I don't think a lot was said other than you'd, you'd, you'd always have an inquest after a, after a win or a loss. I don't ever remember feeling nervous that we might win the league uh, or we might throw the league. I don't remember anything like that. I think we just took one game at a time.
0: And Evan, had you, had you won any state championships with Wellington or at the... At- Prior to you coming to Law Yes. In fact, the year
3: before, we won everything in New Zealand. We won the Shell Cup Shell Trophy, the first class in the one day comp
0: and right, beat the oh, West
3: Indies. Yeah.
0: Wow. Amazing. So, did, did we, it's a very difficult question, I guess, but did you use any of that sort of experience to try and help some of the players or to try and impart uh, a bit of wisdom? I think.
3: Yeah, good point. Um, Maybe I was found wanting it at that stage. I, I'm just looking at the thing, and I didn't, I certainly didn't get a hell of a lot of runs. Oh, in the,
0: oh I didn't in mean it. No,
3: it's no. <laughs> no that. but I, I oh. just, um, no, I, well, I say... didn't
5: to. Evan, let me, help, let, me, let me help you out there, Evan. I, I remember you <laughs> discussing uh batting tactics uh frequently in almost every game. Because we'd never really had plans in games. You just went out, you batted and you bowled. It's much different now, of course, with power points and what have you. Every every side has a sort of batting and a bowling plan. In those days, you just went out and did your best. And sometimes you realise you'd have to score quickly. Sometimes you'd have to shore it up. But I do remember you you, giving us a lot of help uh, with the batting as to how to, uh, how to approach it, particularly if we lost a wicket or particularly if we were getting bogged down or whatever the circumstances demanded. I, do, I distinctly remember that.
2: There were discussions on the field, you know, between pros and amateurs and this and that. We didn't just go on and say, right, you do this, you do that. And it, it, there were discussions. And also during uh, practice nights, we, we, we put some practices in and, 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 and that wasn't good. Because it, it helped morale And one thing or another, but uh, we, we haven't we, helped a lot. There were quite...
5: Um, there were some leaders in the team. Uh, there were some that quite clearly weren't leaders, but Bush, Bush uh, always had a view and an opinion. As of course did Phil um, and, and yourself. Alan, you were a great, great leader. We were never short of we were never short of um, methods in which to try and win the game, or, or thoughts on how to try and win the game. At field places, in particular. field places were usually important. Uh, back in back in the day because of the type of wickets so were a lot of it shots. So so placing your field was absolutely vital. And uh, when I watch cricket, league cricket today, I, I, and this is no disrespect to any of today's players and certainly not law house players, but for instance, in our day, anybody scoring a four at third man or a long leg w- 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 was gut-wrenching for the bowler. Nowadays, because sometimes they can't afford a third man or a long leg, it's just a shrug of the shoulders. Uh, and, and every room was fought for back in those days. If you were hit for four, there was an inquest.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah there yeah. was an inquest. What's going on here?
0: No.
5: Um, so it, th- there was constant the field place, field places were moved a lot. Um, you know, we've played some games and there'd be, there'd be eight people on the boundary edge, certainly seven.
2: Other games, other games you'd have four slips and two gullies. Yeah. Um, you do certain players' shots, like you're talking about Albert Ross huh. earlier on. All he used to do was just lean over and tickle it around his leg. Yeah. So you had to have a completely oh, uh, leg,
4: leg side, yeah.
2: Yeah. And and people like that, Woody from from rotten saw, they used to like to just put it through gully <laughs> area. You know, yeah. so you you try and do all these things, but that were on the field. You weighed them up as you went along. And uh, more often than not, the catching in, in, the, in the lower house side were, were unbelievable.
1: Yeah. yeah, good field, yeah right? good I mean, it does sound now you're getting, you know, you, the, the pressure is, is starting to build, you know, the, the, the spectators will be there. And again, I wonder, Joe Martin's point there, Evan's obviously helping out around the winning side. But again, no matter who we are, what age you are, because you've not had that winning mentality, it is difficult. To you know, to get those those odd wins, Stan, we cannot not mention your seventy-one that you got against Enfield. Looks like uh, you won the game for them there, along with some tight bowling from uh, from the bowlers. But you didn't bowl in that game, Evan. Can you remember that?
3: No, I don't know why, but we obviously Bush and and Rog got six yeah. wickets, and who got the others? I can't remember. Yeah.
1: Lofty opened up with with Brom. Brom's obviously bowled very very well, very economical. You know, they're eight ball overs. Then thirty six for three, and Bush has cleared up with the uh, the same figures. So the jazz yes, can I may come in?
5: Course you'll, you notice, can. you'll notice I was caught sub. Do you know who that sub was? Higgins. Brian Higgins. <laughs> They were so, so demoralised when Enfield. Uh, I remember smashing one at Mark Wheel and then he got out of the way. They'd lost all interest and Higgy came out and sub-fielded at third man. And I went for a cut shot and it flew off the top edge. And Higgy ran 30 to 40 yards to, 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 to catch a skier. Uh, uh, and I can <laughs> tell you now, none of the infield players would have got anywhere near it because they'd they'd completely lost
0: interest. It done,
5: never, it did, it never did it
2: before. before.
5: How old many old.
0: others were left, Stan?
5: Good old Higgy. Oh, I was on for a ton. Good old. <laughs> old Higgy. Good old Hickey.
1: Did you Ready? have a conversation afterwards with him about it? I did. Oh,
5: bless him. Bless him. What can you say? He always did his best. We all did. We all did. Um. Nobody, nobody went out and sub-fielded half heartedly. Gordon, Gordon, send
0: more house to save the house.